Hello, sacred beings, and welcome to another individual episode of Sacred Sister Podcast. My name is Britt, and this is my call on awareness segment. I'm really, really excited to be starting this, and we're going to be going into CCB here in this call on awareness segment, Celebrate, Challenge, and Block. Today I'm sharing two celebrations, two challenges, and two blocks that I have received from my audience, from my community. So if you would like to be considered to be on this call on awareness, celebrate challenge block segment in a future Sacred Sister podcast episode, I'm doing these once a month. Make sure to follow me on Britlin on Instagram rather at Britlin Rising, which is where all of the prompts are going to be going out once a month. And you're also welcome to shoot me a DM. Some of these came in from the cue box that I posted in my Instagram stories, and one of them was a direct message from someone who was saying, I love that you're doing one-on-ones, and I love the idea of this segment. So I'll be focusing on that here in a second. And to open up the episode, I want to share one of my own celebrations with you. I'm so, 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 so excited, and I'm really celebrating myself in walking away from social media for a little while. I just made an announcement this morning and let people know, like, on the real, (laughs) I'm a solopreneur. That means I'm the only person working in my business right now. And as much as I've been holding my hands out in order to, like, sit with, interview, and feel good about my first hire and really expanding my team, I haven't met that person yet. (laughs) And I'm really patient with this process. This is my baby, and I really want to make sure that I feel fantastic about the first person that I do hire. So it is taking me some time. And in the meantime, I'm recognizing and realizing just how much I feel like a slave to content creation and how much time, how much of my time it really eats up. Having these really huge surges of inspiration, sitting down to create content, do graphic design, create the actual graphic, do final edits, create the caption, go in and schedule it, write out my hashtags, do my hashtag research, schedule at the appropriate times, engage with the content after it's already come out. And that's literally only for Instagram feed posts. That has nothing to do with reels or Instagram lives or Instagram TVs or (laughs) anything like that. And All of this stuff with Sacred Sister and on top of that, being a personal transformation coach and having client sessions followed by write-outs of Vibrant Missions, which are my clients' homeworks, it's a lot. It's a lot for one person to be handling. And as much as I am super patient with the hiring process, I'm also really, really celebrating myself in taking a couple weeks off of social media so that I can focus on some bigger projects that I honestly haven't had very much time to sit down and prioritize and focus on. So that's my celebration. (laughs) Really reckoning with my time management skills and really like enacting my Virgo and Capricornian energy that says, okay, I'm going to nourish myself. I'm going to tend myself. I'm going to hold back on being such an outward like nourisher of my community and really focus on my own spiritual practices, how I show up and tend my own being, my own body. And from that space, allow the overflow of that 
to drip into the building of the book that I'm writing and the group programs that I'm developing right now. So there's my celebration. Now let's go into a celebration of Monique's. She said, I'm celebrating my body's resilience. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I feel like this COVID time has gotten so many of us so much more introspective, so much more self-reflective, and it's actually given so many people such a blessing of having more time to themselves and just really prioritizing, like getting deep with themselves and saying, what is it that I want? What is it that I want in my life? What do I want to be experiencing? And for people that want to be conditioning their body strength-wise, flexibility-wise, joint health-wise, bone density and bone health-wise, nutrient deficiency, (laughs) like coming into the recalibrated state of really fortifying your physical health. Wow. I really tip my crown to you, Monique. That's so beautiful. I'm really happy that you're celebrating your body's resilience too. Our bodies want to heal. Our bodies want to come into a state of optimized health. They really, really do. And the only ways that they're able to do that is by us really tending that soil and providing, really providing those provisions so that our body has maximal health, nutrition-wise, blood circulation-wise, strength-wise, just all the wises, (laughs) all the wisdom. (laughs) Congratulations, Monique. I'm super excited for you. Super proud of you. Moving into the challenges. Monique is saying, I feel challenged in trusting my ability to be independently successful. So there's two ways that we can take this. We can look at independently successful from a financial lens, meaning having to do with financial abundance, or feeling successful independently in an individualized state, meaning perhaps her story looks like basing success off of a union or a relationship or a business endeavor with someone else. And to that, I say, absolutely, there is no more powerful place that we can be than feeling whole and successful and like independent within ourselves Understand that I acknowledge that we can be hyper-independent where we don't want to intake or accept or ask for support or reach out for help. That's not what I'm talking about. But feeling as a whole independent is incredibly helpful (laughs) in a healthy embodiment within yourself, knowing that you are whole within yourself knowing that you can trust in your ability to show up for yourself. And really the way that you can start building and tending that relationship is by showing up for yourself day in and day out, time and time and time and time again. Again, not saying not reaching out for help, but as a whole on a foundational level, showing up for yourself. And naturally what's going to happen is that you start trusting that ability because you're experiencing that you can trust in yourself. And especially if we feel like we've had a past of being separated from that, know that you're exactly where you need to be and that by starting to show up for yourself more and more is naturally going to lead to that ability to trust yourself. 
it's funny. It's like a whole cyclical, circular movement. The way to start trusting ourselves is by showing up for ourselves, and that shows ourselves that we can trust ourselves. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. So now let's melt into the potential that Monique was talking about challenged in trusting her ability to be independently successful in terms of finances. To this, I want to say, why? I want to say why. Recently, um, just as a little precursor, a side note, recently I was invited to speak at the Conscious Life Expo in Los Angeles and the description that I used for one of my talks was building the art form of inquiry, the art form of self-inquiry, the art form of asking questions. I think sometimes we can underestimate the power of self-inquiry and reflection, of asking ourselves deep questions and really sitting back to listen to what the answers are. And my question to you is why? Why? Why do you feel challenged in trusting your ability to be independently successful? I want to take three really deep breaths into that right now. Why do you feel a separation from being able to trust your ability? What does independently successful mean? And the reason that I really love asking these questions is because the answers can be different depending on the individual that you ask. And no one's answer is necessarily right or wrong. Really, this is where the beauty in the art form of asking questions is because the answers that you hear, the answers that you come to within your own self-inquiry process are unique. They're yours. They're your answers, and the answers that are best for you are literally the answers that are best for you, and it doesn't matter if you or anyone else comes to me and says, what does this mean? How do I do this? What do I do with this? I feel like everyone needs to know that no one has the answer for you more than you do. Sure, we can offer guidance. Sure, we can hold space for you to do that self-inquiry for yourself. Sure, we can guide you and prompt you in the ways that we know how to do. But ultimately, asking yourself, why do I feel challenged in trusting my ability to be independently successful is a really great question for you to ask yourself. <laughs> what does independently successful even mean? Why do you feel like you're having a hard time trusting that? Is it because you're new to it? Is it because you've never done it before? That's okay. If you're new to something and you've never really done it before, it's gonna be a learning process, right? You're kind of like just endeavoring and deciding you want to take a hike up to this mountain. Do you have experience hiking? Do you have the right shoes? 
Are you prepared well? Are you bringing enough nourishment? Are you hydrated? Do you feel like you have the stamina to get up the mountain? Are you going to try to do it in one fell swoop? Are you going to give yourself a hard time if you don't make it to the summit on the first try? Or are you willing to condition yourself slowly and really let this be a process that you might go one, two, five, ten, twenty times before reaching the summit? And what is even at the summit? I would love to, you know, go into any of these questions more deeply with any of you that I'm mentioning here in this call on awareness segment today. So Monique, I hope that you really start diving deep and get some clarity on what that question, what the answer to that question really means, (laughs) what it sounds like inside of your being, your body. So now we go to Grace. Grace's challenge, she DM'd me and said, I'm really struggling with abundance and security at the moment. (laughs) I'm wanting to take the plunge and launch my spiritual business, but I'm so nervous to step away from a consistent paycheck and security. I'm really sitting in a lack mentality at the moment, which I know is a past life wound. Help. I'd love to hear your experience on this. Ugh. Grace, I love you. (laughs) Thank you so much for really speaking to this challenge, this struggle. And at the very beginning of this, I really want to say like allowing ourselves to be in challenge and to be in struggle is the very first step in healing to really acknowledge the fact that we're having a hard time. I feel like in the in the spiritual community, sometimes we can just be so focused on love and light and healing and like the the transmutation process out of the hardship, out of the pain, out of the challenge, out of the struggle, and wanting to just like get out of that bath pretty much and like make it to healing and make it to the place where we're not experiencing struggle, where we've got it all figured out. And it's this inability to really be with the present that keeps us stuck because we're suppressing experiencing where it is that we actually are and saying like, oh, I'm struggling. Oh, I'm challenged. So right here, right in this, by acknowledging your suffering, your struggling, your challenge, Grace, you are taking the first steps out of that muck, out of that place out of that constriction, out of that restriction, because you're saying, I'm here. (laughs) I'm here right now, and it sucks. (laughs) So you're acknowledging that you would like to be somewhere else, but you're acknowledging exactly where you're at. So I love what you said. I am wanting to take the plunge and launch my spiritual business, but I'm so nervous to step away from a consistent paycheck and security. And my question to you is, why does it have to mean that? Why do you have to step away from a consistent paycheck and security in order to take the plunge and launch your spiritual business? And I want to say this to everyone and anyone out there, like even just this week, I'm seeing dozens of news articles that are saying that people are leaving the workforce, people are leaving their jobs. And I do think that a lot of that has to do with um, these mandated vaccines that a lot of people don't want to get, so they're leaving their jobs, which conveniently news reports are not commenting on. But 
whatever the reason is, I so support anyone and everyone who wants to leave a job that is not resonant for them. However, we have to still, you know, acknowledge that we live in the year 2021 and that we do need money in order to buy things and exchange energy for things like food and, you know, things that we really need to thrive in this life. But it doesn't have to mean that you have to leave your job in order to start your spiritual business. And you might be saying, wait, but I work 40 hours a week or I work a lot. How do I do it? Well, this is where the entrepreneurship really, really starts coming in because entrepreneurs have to be very flexible. They have to be malleable. They have to work with their environments And there's, in my mind, there's no better way of starting to really initiate yourself into this new realm of work than finding ways that work for you to start moving in the direction that you want to, even while everything might not be idealized. So what that can look like is starting to curate time before you go to work, starting to curate time during your your lunch hour, after you go to work. And you might be like, oh my gosh, but I'm so tired or whatever. And then I want to bring in, okay, well, how, how could you potentially be energizing yourself more? Are you eating a lot of processed foods? Are you eating, are you like nourishing yourself in a way that you know that your energetic stamina is at its peak? And if not, is there anything else that you could be doing so that you can have the energy to do this thing that you want to do? Because ultimately, if you're waiting to launch your spiritual business until you step away from your job and your security and your consistent paycheck, you might be waiting for a really long time. (laughs) Can you start small? Start by taking tiny steps. Start by securing your domain. Start by, you know, launching your website or who knows what your first steps are. I don't know what your spiritual business is or what the services are that you're offering, but I do want to offer to you that there is no one formula that works for everyone and that one of the blessings here in 2021 is that we're really able to say like, okay, um, how do I want to do it? What works for me? Because we have so many different systems nowadays that we are literally able to tailor our businesses to look exactly the way that we want them to look. And we can take as much time to get them there as we want, (laughs) truly. So don't pin yourself into this box by saying, oh, I can't start my spiritual business until I leave my job. Because it might not actually be feasible for you to do that. I don't know what your savings account looks like. I don't know what your, you know, anything about your life looks like. But I do want you to know you don't have to leave your job and it might not be feasible for you to leave your job first. Can you call on your guides, call on your spiritual energy to really fortify and call out to God, call out and ask What are the tiny steps, the tiny pieces of movement that I can start making in order to start manifesting this into a reality so that I can start being of service in a way that feels resonant to me and really have your eyes and ears open to those pieces of guidance. That's my, that's my piece for you, Grace. (laughs) I love you so much. All the best in your spiritual business endeavors. So now moving on to our two blocks. 
I got this piece from Moogie. And Moogie says, I'm blocked in my own mental state, trying to show up for myself to love who I am. Mm. Moogie. Sister, I love you so much. Thank you so much for really owning where you're at right now. I love your awareness. I love your self-awareness. I love your courage to show up exactly how you are, exactly where you're at, and speak to how you feel blocked in your mental state. Once again, I said it earlier in this message, really owning where we're at is the first step in moving from where we're at. Not being in a rush, but really allowing When you say trying to show up for yourself, I'm really curious what that looks like. How do you, how do you feel blocked in showing up for yourself? Are there some boundaries that need to be set between you and other people or between you and activities? Are you like, what is it that you want to show up to? And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you a little piece of homework and anyone that's listening to this right now, who's like, I'm having a hard time showing up for myself too. (laughs) Grab a piece of paper and a pen and really sit with yourself and, and ask yourself these three questions, okay? Ask yourself, how would I like to be showing up for myself more? And what I encourage you to do is enter an automatic writing session where you ask yourself this question and then you sit for five to seven minutes and you touch pen to paper and you just continually write. Don't let your pen leave the page. Continue writing. Even if that writing starts looking like, I don't know what to write or this feels silly or anything like that, just keep writing because it's when we keep releasing that our subconscious mind starts to surface on the page that we leave our conscious mind and what's actually inside of us in our emotional body starts really coming up to the surface. It can be really helpful just so you know to put on binaural beats or binaural audio in the background, just like some meditative ambient song sounds. So ask yourself that, how would I like to show up for myself more? What do I feel like is stopping me from showing up for myself? And what would it feel like to be showing up for myself fully? Okay, those are your three questions. How would I like to be showing up for myself more? How do I feel like I'm not showing up for myself? And what would it feel like to be showing up for myself fully? And to love who I am. Well, this enters and this opens up an entirely different container. To love who I am. To love who I am. You know, I had a client who I um, specifically entered a container to work with her on developing self-love. She genuinely felt no self-love for herself. And I said, okay, let's work on that. And, you know, it was so informative for us to really gain awareness over her family dynamic and those around her, especially in her 
mother line where we witnessed what their relationship was like with self-love. Because I think it is something that we don't consider a lot, but when we do take a step back, we can really gain awareness over like, oh, why am I the way that I am? Well, when we realize that the ways that we perceive life to be, perceive reality to be, the things we consider normal, a lot of times we develop inside of our own psyche between the ages of zero or even in utero to the age of about seven or eight years old, we're really sponges and we're intaking like, what is life? <laughs> what is life about? How do I think about life? And if you think about the inner circle of who is raising you, we can really start looking to the relationships that those people had with X, Y, and Z that we're trying to gain awareness over. And we begin then witnessing, oh, this is why I feel like this, because this person exemplified to me that this is the relation they had with X, Y, and Z. And that's where I sort of intook that. And from that awareness, we can then walk outside of that box <laughs> and we can say, well, how do I want to start developing self-love for myself? What does that even feel like? And we can start bringing in those self-love practices of really seeing yourself as fully unique. My love, Moogie, you are not one in a million, my love. You are one in eight billion. Everybody listening to this right now, close your eyes if you're able. Take a really deep breath in. Long, full exhale out. I'm going to repeat that again, my love. You are not one in one million. We love saying that phrase and saying that phrase in a way that we mean, oh, you're so unique. And I want to scale out on that to the reality, which is that you're not one in one million. You're one in eight billion. You know there are 100 millions inside of one billion? And there are eight of those? What is that math? Instead of being one in a million, you're times, like what, 8,000 of that? Or no, 800? Whatever it is, it's so much. <laughs> you really are so unique. And when we can start witnessing that uniqueness inside of ourselves, it is so much easier to invite in those feelings of self-love, those feelings of self-worthiness and saying like literally, oh my gosh, I'm the only person alive with my DNA structure, with these fingerprints, with these irises, with this amount of skin cells, with this amount of atoms in my body like truly we are so unique with this these types of experiences with these interests and it's true that we share certain things with other people and this is where collectives come in where communities come in right common unities what we have in common with others and also yes i did just do that math and there are 8000 millions in 8 billion really think about that it's like kind of hard for us to wrap our heads around such a large number but as far as combining 
the amounts of hobbies and interests and direct experiences and family dynamics and dreams and past life informations. We're the only one. We're the only one of us. And it's so illuminating to really call awareness to that. I'm so proud of you, Moogie. You're exactly where you need to be, my love. And now we move to Kate. Kate is saying, I feel blocked in follow through. I feel I'm blocking myself from change, allowing fear to lead. <sighs> that just like took the breath from my lungs. Hmm. This is so beautiful. It's this type of self-awareness that if all of us had the courage to really show up and, and own our struggle to this state, own our feelings of blockness to this level, this capacity, wow, I can't imagine how different the world would look. To acknowledge that you feel blocked and follow through is so powerful. To know that in your being, in your body, the way that you are today that you may want things for yourself, but when it comes to following through and actually like applying the energy to go about walking the path that it takes to get there, that you're not showing up on that level, that's huge. That is so deep. And this is the realm that I really love sitting in with my clients. And Kate, I'm gonna totally put you, put you up on the wall right now. Kate just signed with me for my The Wild Within three-month one-on-one container. Kate, you are moving right now. <laughs> you are moving right now, my love. From the moment that you entered this answer into the cue box, you started your healing process. And this is why, for a lot of us, it can take those bottom barrel moments, those rock bottom experiences that we, it's like so crushing to be so vulnerable with ourselves that we say, oh my gosh, I'm not there for myself in follow through. I'm blocking myself from change. I am allowing fear to lead my life. You know how much courage that takes to admit to ourselves? And for a lot of us, it takes that experience before we really reckon with ourselves and we're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> do I want to be doing this with my life? Damn, I did not see myself so clearly up until this moment. <laughs> Blocking yourself from change. Hey, you know, I want to call awareness to this too. We are human beings and the way that our brain is literally wired is for us to strive towards survival. And I want to speak this to everyone and anyone listening to this right now. Us blocking ourselves from change is actually the brain's safest route for us to survive. Our brain does not like moving toward things that might endanger our survival. Like on the most cellular level, the brain is wired to survive. And change allows us to stray. It induces us to stray from that box of safety into a realm of unknown. 
So I wish that all of us listening right now can invite in more self-love and self-compassion that says, oh my gosh, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay that I'm blocking myself from change because my brain is wired that way. My brain doesn't want change. My brain will do everything to try to get me to resist change because change is scary and change is uncomfortable and we don't know what's on the other side of change. We'd rather stay in the comforts of our own bubble. And I have to say, people that acknowledge that they're blocking themselves from change and they want something outside of that for themselves, those are the change makers. Those are the thought leaders. Those are the people that we are like craving insights from. These are the healers of our world right now because they are they are so far beyond or they are moving so far beyond where everybody else is in the safety structures, in the bubbles. So don't give yourself a hard time as much as you're able, my love. Hold yourself and acknowledge, oh my gosh, it's okay that I'm scared, that I'm fearful of change, that I'm allowing fear to lead. This is natural. And it's okay that it feels like an edge to be creeping toward the edge. It can feel like we're on a cliff, a lot of us. And I know the truth seekers out there and the the, the movers and shakers of the world listening to this right now know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> it can feel like we're literally standing on the edge of a fucking cliff. Looking off. And we don't remember if we have wings. We don't remember if we know how to fly. A lot of you listening, I wonder if you've seen that meme and it's like this person standing on the edge of a cliff and there's a hand behind the person that's about to push them off. And then there's a hand at the bottom of the cliff and it's like, (laughs) it's like a finger pointing at the person and it's like, This person is God, this hand is God, this other hand is God, the cliff is God, the air that they're moving through is God, like everything is God. (laughs) God is providing you with these opportunities to literally jump off the cliff and remember that you do know how to fly and that you can trust moving from that space of safety. I love you so much, Kate. We are about to do magical work together. We start our three-month container next week. I'm so proud of you for doing this. And yeah, change is on its way, babe. Wrapping up this segment, I want to let each and every one of you know that change is on its way. Change is moving through you, for you. It is the most beautiful process whenever we really get out of our own way. And we really allow for those possibilities of maybe I do know how to fly. (laughs) Maybe I can start trusting in something that I can't see. Trusting that if I believe in forces greater than myself and powers higher than me, that maybe it doesn't have to make sense all the time. And that I can just allow my intuition to lead and trust that I'm being guided to exactly where it is that I need to. And I want to let all of you know before I sign off, if you are feeling especially resonant with what came through me today, feeling especially resonant with the energy that I come to open dialogue and to deepen dialogue, 
I know this was sort of a micro session, but it really is a great piece of insight as to how I show up in one-on-one containers and the types of energies that we really allow to flow through that space. A very gentle, safe container is something that I really pride myself on. I know that it's very special and a lot of coaches show up with very different energies. They have very different pieces of healership to offer their clients. And I really love that my Cancerian nature shows in these containers. I love creating spaciousness for sensitivity. And it is rare that a coaching container goes by, a client session goes by without tears being shed. And I know that it's funny when I had my, when I was sitting with my online business coach and I was like, yeah, I I really create containers for people to feel safe to cry. She was like, Ooh, I don't know if we want (laughs) to, I don't know if we really want to highlight that because people don't usually choose to, you know, they don't want to enter. They don't really want to sign up for a situation where they're like, I know I'm going to cry a bunch. (laughs) She's like, what else can we really go through within your business? But honestly, I know that that is a very special gift of mine, and I know that so many conscious beings are coming into a space that are reckoning with and gaining awareness over the need for their waters to move, the need for their waters to flow, the need for emotion to feel through, to experience the emotion within themselves. Truly, that is the way to gain energetic spaciousness inside of ourselves is by allowing a lot of that suppressed emotion, a lot of that suppressed water, that stagnant water to begin moving and crying, literally shedding and releasing those tears is a fantastic way of that healing process to to be undergone. So if you are feeling resonant with this container and you'd like to gain more awareness over what the Wild Within three-month one-on-one container entails, the animal energies that guide this process, you can go onto my website, Britlin LaBeouf, B-R-I-T-T-L-Y-N-N-L-A-B-O-U-F-F.com. You can also find the link in my Instagram bio link and read up on what that container entails. If that feels resonant for you and you'd like to schedule a one-on-one clarity call with me to see whether moving forward together is a good step for both of us, there's going to be a link inside of there to schedule yourself that 15 to 20 minute free clarity call with me. And yeah, I look forward to connecting with more of you who are looking to experience personal transformation and vibrant awakening within your own life. And with that being said, I also want to let you know that as a piece of intention of stepping away from social media, there are so many programs birthing inside of me right now. I have like three or four that I'm working on and I'm excited to, for the people that don't want to sit in a one-on-one container that really prefer a group setting, there are so many pieces that I'm developing right now that I'm so excited to share whenever it's time. So just know there's lots in the works and I'm very excited to present them to you whenever the time is right. So make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a comment. If you did like this segment, let me know what you loved about it. And here we are at 444. 
Britlin signing off. Thank you for sitting with me in this call on awareness segment, overlooking celebrations, challenges, and blocks. And I will see you in the next iteration of this segment next month. Bye, beloved.